Hi, you are listening to the Media Intelligence Explained podcast. My name is Vlado and I'm one of the hosts. And together with me is Alicia, the other host. Hi, Alicia. Hello, Vlado. It's nice to be with you. And to actually start recording this, because we've spent like a month and a half planning all of these recordings, talking to so many people, getting the approval by FIBEP. And we actually did it. We are actually recording yeah. right now. How do you feel about that? I still can't believe it's really happening. It was <laughs> like, you know, all the talks and all the preparation that had to be made. But yeah, we are doing it. So let's start. Let's start. By the way, let's introduce ourselves. Let's start with you, Alicia. So my name is Alicia Bors and I'm from Poland and I'm from Polish tech company called Softlytic. And we provide media monitoring companies with uh, media monitoring solutions like platforms and uh, the artificial intelligence, etc. And Vlado, what about you? Okay, my name is Vladimir Petkov and I work as a chief executive officer of a small machine learning and data mining company called Identrix. What we do in Identrix is to transform unstructured text into knowledge. We use educated machines to do that. Uh, so it's pretty safe to say that we are an automation company and knowledge extraction company. That's maybe enough about yeah. me, but it's not enough about our podcast. So let's actually explain what the media intelligence explained will be. Alicia, could you please say a few words about uh, media intelligence explained? Of course. So the reason why the podcast really happened was to create a platform that can be used to educate not only the members of FIBEP, but also the general public on the topic of media intelligence. And as we know, the media intelligence is constantly yeah. changing and it's like enormous. The media landscape is enormous right now. So we really wanted to make the platform for the industry when we can yeah. share the latest innovations and we can discuss the topics, maybe some relevant news that are happening right now. And we also would like to promote FIBEP and, uh, as the leading organization in the field of media intelligence. And as we know, media intelligence is a must-have yeah. tool, not only for PR managers, for marketers, it's, or even media monitoring company. It's like a crucial knowledge for anyone who wants to be a mindful consumer of any media type. Is it a print, is it a yeah. TV, radio, or especially social media? that are really influential right now. So that's a little bit about podcast. As you can hear, we are both love, so we will hear our beautiful accents. And I hope you will give us a listen. Yeah, but the FIBEP members are more than 100. So a lot of our guests will be from these very professional media intelligence companies. So yeah. it's not going to be only our accents. It will be the world accent. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> about 109 FIBEP yeah. members right now, and they are from 60 countries around the globe. So it's really a big, global, beautiful community <laughs> of like-minded people who are all enthusiastic about the media. And I hope we can share their knowledge with you. Absolutely, but brace yourself. You will <laughs> listen to a lot of different voices and a lot of different people talking to so many different topics. But before explaining about the different topics that we will actually cover, we want to say that we will start with a demo season. We call a season a set of episodes. And in our case, there will be like 10 episodes in our first season, but we expect that this will grow to like 20 episodes per season. But yeah, this is our demo season. So let's let's see if, if people like actually what we do, if this podcast will uh, reach its target for an audience. But before that, 
let's explain our editorial policy. And first of all, we'd like to say that we will do journalism and reporting and it, we will do it as subjectively as possible. So in this podcast, you will listen about the latest trends in technology, the latest trends in uh, uh, digital regulation, etc. Me, Alicia and other members of uh, FIBEP, we will in a way crawl and monitor the internet, the tech sites about these very relevant for our industry topics. And we will just filter out uh, the most important news and analysis from that world. And we will translate this and how this relates to the media intelligence as a category. Our main topics of interest are a digital transformation. So we will listen a lot about the, that. Of course, any forms of automations, any forms of AI and innovation, we will monitor and report. We are talking about all these wonderful machine learning and deep learning models, which can help analysts to process millions of documents and to find knowledge or non-obvious knowledge in a lot of data. We are talking about big data in this podcast. Of course, everything will be explained uh, with the media intelligence context. So we are not going to report uh, news about Facebook just for the sake of reporting news about Facebook. We'll always look for the media intelligence angle uh, for all of these news. So how, how this will affect us, how this will affect the media intelligence. Uh, so this is very important for us. We set uh, regulation and we talk about regulation. Currently, Regulators are really interested in copyright and, of course, regulating AI, ethical AI, etc. So we will actually follow these two, two meta topics and they will reoccur in most of our episodes. Uh, we will discuss new media and new businesses. We already said that this is a media intelligence podcast, but media right now, it's a live thing. It's not just a set format. So we will watch for all the new types of social media which appear and we will, in a way, introduce you to this type of uh, sources. And for sure, me and Alicia, we are very, very interested in new business models because Alicia, your, your position is a business developer, right? That's right. In your company, yeah. So business models are extremely important for us and we will report on that. And by the end, I said uh, regulations, regulations, regulations. We will tell you what's coming, <laughs> coming from regulators. So yeah, just to be prepared. And Pretty much this is the end of our editorial policy segment. Finally, would like to give credit to Emily Jaitler, who is the administrative executive at FIBEP. And we would like uh, to thank her for inventing the name of the, our podcast. Yay, thank you, Emily. Thank you, Emily. Yeah, thank you, Emily. Alicia, we mentioned that this podcast is produced by FIBEP, but we never actually explained what FIBEP is. Okay, we said a few words in the beginning, but yeah, we need to go deeper into that and in a way help our audience to understand what FIBEP is. And there is no better way to do that compared to an actual interview with uh, Magdalena Horanska. And yeah, she is with us right now. So let's talk to her. Magdalena, hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Vlado. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's great to be with us here. Could you please uh, say a few words about you, your position in FIBEP, and uh, a few words about your company, your background? So as you have learned from Vlado, my name is Magdalena Horanska, 
And uh, at FIBAP, I'm a secretary general, which means uh, I'm responsible for operation of the association. And uh, besides, uh, I'm also the chief executive of Newton Media Southeast Europe. It's a part of a big group and uh, it's a media intelligence company having uh, more than uh, nine offices in the region and uh, covering actually the uh, eastern part of Europe. How do you tackle these two jobs? That sounds like a lot of work. Well, of course, in FIBEP, we do have a secretariat with two beautiful ladies who are supporting me there. Yeah, yeah. claps to Emily and Corinne. And uh, in uh, Newton Media, in uh, those offices, uh, there are, of course, uh, directors. So we cooperate together and uh, it is demanding, I have to admit, but it's doable. Okay, great. It's time to explain what FIBEP is. I already said that it's a very important and big organization, but I'm sure that you can do way better compared to me. FIBEP is actually World's Media Intelligence Association. It brings together members from media monitoring and media analytics companies, as well as uh, technical companies supporting the industry, but also providers of other technologies and services such as press release distribution, journalist databases and similar. The Federation itself was founded in 1953 in Paris, in France. And uh, at the time, it was established by press clipping agencies. <laughs> and by the way, that's why the name is in French, right? That's acronym, actually. FIBEP is an acronym and coming yeah. from French. Uh, what is media intelligence? Yeah, well, I was just uh, going to continue with that because I was uh, mentioning that it was established by press clipping agencies and nowadays it is media intelligence. <laughs> so it's just thanks to the development uh, in the technologies and in the in the news and in the whole world because in 1950s there was just print and uh, TV and radio broadcasting. But uh, since the internet evolved, uh, there have been uh, appearing other sources which needed to be monitored, such as news wires and online and social media. Today, podcasts are very relevant or YouTube. And uh, during this, uh, let's say, transformation, also technical providers and technical supporters of media intelligence have also joined our association because they have become relevant to media intelligence industry. Yeah, yeah so me and Vladimir are actually <laughs> from the tech companies. So yeah, we are also becoming a big part of FIBEP right now. Yeah, and very, very relevant, I have to say, because without technology, today's uh, needs of customers of uh, media intelligence uh, wouldn't be fulfilled. So thanks for accepting us in this uh, great community. And by the way, you explained very good how FIBEP transformed from media monitoring to media intelligence. But what are the contemporary mission and vision of uh, our organization? We have been uh, dealing with this uh, topic actually last year with our uh, former president, FIBEP president. And uh, we have agreed that uh, the mission of FIBEP is to contribute toward the continuous growth of the media intelligence industry. And uh, our vision is to get recognized as the voice of this industry. And what are the values behind uh, what uh, are we aiming at? Uh, it's, it's the words like collaboration, innovations, to be professional, to have friendly community and uh, to create global values. And uh, FIBEP 
creates, in fact, a networking platform for our industry where the members can find partners to cooperate with, to get maybe bigger yeah. coverage uh, in media intelligence or to partner with some technical providers to discuss also the professional issues and ask for advice, for example, in the copyright uh, area or technical area. And FIBEP also supports the members with industry knowledge and sets the standards of media intelligence services. Thank you. You already mentioned a few of the organizations or if I can say the types of organizations, which are the FIBEP members, you mentioned tech companies, you mentioned uh, clipping agencies, but maybe they do not call them <laughs> themselves right now clipping agencies. So, but tell us what kind of organizations are uh, the FIBEP members right now? Well, it's very difficult to distinguish between like, uh, there is, well, there are some members who are purely technical, but there is a lot of members who are doing more activities than just media intelligence. Of course, there are also members who do just media intelligence. That means like a media monitoring service and media analytics. But uh, besides, they also try to integrate other services which are connected with the communication and media intelligence. So actually, we can now see even members who deliver media monitoring, who accommodate press release distribution, who offer uh, journalist databases. Sometimes they do it across multiple markets. They are partnering for technology or they even uh, sometimes some tools or services develop in-house. I mean, like uh, software development. So it's it's very to say there yeah, are yeah, some yeah. like categories <laughs> or boxes because yeah. nowadays a company could fit different boxes. Thank you. Is it is it hard to become a FIBEP member? I know that there are several types of memberships. Just could you please say a few words about uh, this? Uh, for sure, there are um, uh, companies which listen to us right now and maybe they're asking, okay, how can we join? I think it's quite easy. <laughs> So basically, first part is uh, you have to be somehow relevant to media intelligence industry. And uh, if you think you are and you want to get involved and meet the other uh, FIBEM members, there is no better way than to contact us either through website or uh, email our secretariat and say you are interested. Mm -hmm. Express your interest then you will get contacted and there will be a call arranged with you and with our vice president for growth, uh, who is at the moment Carlos from Global News uh, from Argentina. And he would explain uh, how is it with membership, what are the members' benefits and what you can actually expect from FIBAP. And uh, based uh, on this information, a potential member uh, would uh, fulfill the application form and uh, enclose the recommendation letter and send over this to secretariat. And uh, then the information are being verified and uh, forwarded to the admission commission for the approval. And when it is yes from everybody, then you become a provisional member. But you have to wait for the Congress, uh, which uh, is being held annually, uh, where you get confirmed by the General Assembly and then you become a full member. But even if you are a provisional member, you already are able to consume all the members' benefits and take part in all FIBEP events as you are a FIBEP member. 
And because you mentioned them <laughs> right now, we need to explain what kind of benefits these are. So please just say a few words about the type of events which uh, FIBEB does, the webinars, uh, the initiatives, etc. As said, main FIBEB activities are focused on sharing the industry knowledge and networking. So the major FIBEB event is World Media Intelligence Congress. It is held annually and brings together experts from the industry. It is uh, always like filled with professional program and organized leisure activities to boost the networking. It is a three-day event and two days are open to the public. So anyone can join who is interested. And one day is closed to FIBEB members only. And on that day, of course, there is that uh, general assembly I have have mentioned before. This year, this uh, Congress will be held in Dublin. It will be in September. Yeah. And it will be the first uh, World Media Intelligence Congress after two years of the virtual Congresses because of the pandemics. Is it going to be an event where you meet everybody in person or it will be a COVID-19 event, which means like a virtual one? Uh, we are planning World Media Intelligence Congress as a hybrid event. So that means you will be able to join in person or virtually. But as I can see now, we are planning the Spring Summit. And this is the really first uh, in-person event, which is close to feedback members only. And we see a great interest in coming in person. So I expect most of the participants will join us in Dublin in person. Thank you. Alicia, do you have any questions to Magdalena? No, I just wanted to say that I'm really excited about upcoming events. And um, I also will be hosting one of the webinars and it will be about video games. So I can wait for that. <laughs> and um, I hope that everyone would be able to, to join and hear, uh, hear us at this event because I will be prepared. <laughs> Great. Okay, Alicia, you said that you don't have any more questions for Magdalena, but I'm sure that you have a lot of questions for Sofia. So let's move uh, to your interview with Sofia about the FIBEP Tech Commission. So we have uh, Sofia with us. Hello, Sofia. Hello, Alicia. Can you tell us a little bit? Hello. Can you tell us a little bit about your uh, company, your position at FIBEP? Yes, very happy to do so. And uh, thank you for having me for today's episode of Media Intelligence Explained. So my name is Sofia Karatyova and I am the Chief Communications Officer at Data Scouting. Data Scouting is a service provider and trusted software developer for information and communication technologies. And we specialize in developing innovative software solutions for media monitoring companies, PR agencies, publishers, broadcasters, brand owners, and uh, market analysis specialists. So within the company, we create AI technologies to help media monitoring companies such as natural language uh, processing, automatic speech recognition, logo detection, facial recognition, and uh, data mining. Uh, data Scouting is a FIBAB member since 2014 and uh, this has given us the opportunity to present to FIBAP member, members our uh, products and solution, which come in um, a complete solutions and platforms for broadcast, print, online media monitoring. And um, the solution automatically augments textual and audiovisual streams. And this way we are helping media monitoring companies and other organizations to easily identify content that is relevant for their clients. 
And me personally, I've been active in uh, FIBEP since 2001. So it's over almost two decades now. And during that, this period, I have had the opportunity to serve under different roles. So for example, I have been a commissioner of, for marketing and communications, and I was part of the Fair Trade and Copyright Commission. And since 2015, I am a member of the board of directors. And as a vice president, I oversee the tech portfolio. Okay, that's great. So can you tell us a little bit about the Tech Commission? Yes, uh, of course. Very happy to do that because uh, the idea to create the Tech uh, Advisory Commission was originally discussed with Thomas Veilemann, who is the current uh, FIBE president. And the idea came when FIBE was discussing a possible joint action with Constructive Institute, which was currently at that time working on a research project called Constructive News. So we were discussing how FIBE could be involved in this project. And we agreed that the best way would be to have an advisory board that would share with the partners of the project media intelligence expertise, because who else <laughs> could better do that than, uh, than FIBE? And uh, when now under the FIBEP uh, tech portfolio that I'm overseeing, I realize that technology is uh, a very strong and important pillar of FIBEP. So, uh, and not only that, because this is also backed up by, for example, by the most recent ICO World PR uh, report for 2020 and 2021, where according to this report, IT and technology is expected to grow over the next five years. So this is an incredible opportunity for FIBEP and the tech portfolio, of course. And uh, the tech uh, portfolio falls within the media intelligence business ecosystem because it responds to two main goals that the MIBE has, and that is to drive new collaborations to address rising social and contextual challenges and also to build industry reputation for FIBEP for the social and economic dimensions. Okay, great. So what are the main work groups in the Commission? Are there any main initiatives that you can mention? Yes, uh, we are doing <laughs> plenty of things and I'm really happy mm -hmm. that the chair of the Commission is uh, Alessandro Sederle, who is in charge of business development for Europe for TVIs. And I'm really happy and I'm saying that to him all the time that he has put together an excellent team of eight amazing FIBEP experts. And we are all currently working together to monitor, explore and analyze the role of technology in the media intelligence business. And if I should... Uh, summarize the main goals of what the team is doing, I would say that it mm -hmm. is to identify opportunities and threats in terms of new technologies and uh, new content sources, to establish a conversation with leading players in the digital environment, and finally to suggest the appropriate rules of engagement for all FIBEP members. Great. So that's the goals of the Tech Commission. Are there any smaller parts in the in the Commission? So smaller groups like that? So uh, we have eight people and uh, they all are working in five different uh, groups. Let me start with the data exchange. 
team, which actually proved to be quite challenging project because the team is working on developing a content interchange standard that will be built in a structured way to stream data in order to make interchange between FIBEB members seamless. And why I say challenging is that once we started to be discussing the standard in more details, we realized that, of course, there are some let's say, topics that are sensitive and we need to respect that in order to preserve the fair market within FIBEP members. So we are going to identify the topics that are more crucial to make the interchange between FIBEP members more easy and more seamless, as I said. Then we have the tech members directory, which is a new project and the team that is working on it will try to map the, all the tech members that are within FIBEP in order for media monitoring companies to be able to easily identify their ideal technical partner within the association whenever they need a specific solution for uh, specific needs of either the clients or the business model. And uh, on top of that, uh, we will also create a vocabulary, a tech vocabulary, in order to correct or maybe fix some misconceptions about certain terms that are being used, especially in the media intelligence uh, industry. Then it's the podcast, which is actually you, Alicia, yeah. with uh, <laughs> Vladimir, because the Media Intelligence Explained podcast is a new format that we created, and it aims to promote feedback as a leading organization in the field of media intelligence and to keep FIBEP members and the general public, of course, informed about the latest of the media intelligence world and always with a focus on technology and new media. And uh, then we have another team that uh, is looking for everything new that is happening around technology because, as we know, the technology field is exploding with innovative tools driven by the rapid development of AI, advanced analytics, machine learning, and language technologies. So they are observing all the time what is new so that we can study possible implications, not only for our members, but for the industry in general. And finally, as a commission, we are holding several events throughout the year. Actually, our plan is to have two events, uh, to have an event every two months. And these events will come in different formats based every time on the topic that we will be talking about. So, so far, since the beginning of the year, we have had two webinars. The one webinar was hosted by Andrea De Maura a researcher and head of business intelligence in major global organizations who shared with uh, FIBAB members what he calls a few dangerous myths in big data. And he explained the difference between the pre and the post big data era. And the last one we had was about metaverse and the possible implications on the media industry. So more events are coming up and we are really excited within the commissions about everything that we are doing right now. Yeah, it all sounds really exciting. Not only the podcast, of course, which I'm the most <laughs> excited about, but other initiatives also. And that seems like we have a really good year ahead of us. So thank you so much, Sofia, for explaining the FIBEP Tech Advisory Commission for us. Would you like to add something else to our listeners? I just can say that I'm really happy that you and Vladimir have taken the initiative to actually hold the podcast 
And I'm sure that with two experts like you, it's going to be a success. And we will manage to explain to the public what media intelligence is, why media monitoring is essential for brands and anyone who is interested about their media coverage and how our members can help with insights to better understand what is being written and said to read between the lines and to better understand everything that is happening because we are overwhelmed by disinformation, fake news, and our industry is playing a very important role in this current, let's say, new developments in the media. Thank you so much, Sofia. I would like to say thank you for the support you gave us to start the podcast. And thank you again. I thank you too. Yeah, thank you for your faith in us. Okay, so we already know what FIBEP is, and we said a lot about the FIBEP Tech Commission. So let's go back to our podcast, and we need to present the 10 topics. I, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> uh, we have 10 topics. The frequency of our podcast will be, I will start very modest. It will be a monthly podcast, but our ambitions are huge and we'd like to make it like a bi-weekly podcast. Are you going to have energy for that, Alicia? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm already <laughs> pumped up. Yeah, and I'm really excited about the topics that we are going to cover. Okay, then just say about the first topic. Okay, so the first topic we would like to cover are new trends in media intelligence system and new products. So we will just kind of go through the current media intelligence landscape and bring you up to date what's going on on the market, what's new, what's trending. So uh, I'm really excited about that. That will be a really great first episode for us. Absolutely. And by the way, if your company, which has a media intelligence product or a media intelligence mm -hmm. system, just contact us and we would really like to talk to you about your plans. What do you have, the current trends, etc. Uh, because me and Alicia, we don't know everything in this industry. I have experience developing this type of software. I know that Alicia and her company has, but it's always great if you work with uh, as many companies as possible. So please reach us out uh, uh, in our podcast email. So just drop us uh, a line and we'll talk. And that covers all the topics. So if you are interested in any of the topics that Absolutely. we're going to talk about and want to be featured in the podcast, just let us know. We'll be happy to talk to you. Yes, yes. Yeah, so what's our next topic? The next topic, of course, <laughs> because it's me, <laughs> it should be practical AI solutions in the field of media intelligence. My personal opinion is that proper media intelligence right now cannot be done without automations or it can but it will be so pricey so nobody will actually pay for that <laughs> that's my opinion yeah of course there are exceptions but big scale operations with uh, thousands of documents uh, daily which needs to be processed and researched that's not that possible at the same time, a lot of companies, they invest into AI, but I can sense that there is this huge optimism about AI. Like all the problems right now, if you ask managers and chief executive officers, AI will solve them. So like this is this magical technology. Yes, Alicia. So you're not an optimist, I, I can say, but that's where you're going. I am an optimist, but I, I try to be a realist. So I really think that AI is a very important component, but we need to be very careful what kind of tasks uh, that technology can actually do. So in that episode, we'll 
actually do that. We will really focus on the practical aspects of AI. We don't want to talk about the bright future because we are really far from it. But still, even right now, all these solutions, they they have really significant value and they can redefine the uh, media intelligence pipelines and workflows. But we need to keep our expectations on the ground. So this episode will be focused on that. So what is actually possible, not the bright future. Yeah, so that would be also a really exciting episode. Absolutely. After that, it's still me, the next mm-hmm. topic, because we said like, practical AI, but we said that we will be really focused on uh, regulations. And right now, the European Union is working heavily to regulate artificial intelligence in a way guarantee that any AI applications and solutions will be as ethical as possible. And that's why we will do an episode about ethical AI. What does this actually mean? Because there is a lot of uh, demystification, which we need to do. And for sure, me and Alicia will find a lawyer who will be a guest in our podcast and who will do the actual proper explanation of this new regulation, which is in a way threatening to hit the AI world. So yeah, this will be an ethical AI episode. Alicia, the next topic. So the next topic is very hot. It's (laughs) European Union regulation that will affect the media intelligence world. We will try to make it as interesting as possible. We will try to talk about the real regulation that could hit the market and how they can affect the market. Then to try to make it as practical uh, as we can. But we also will probably have to invite someone who is like a lawyer or or that knows about the EU regulation a little bit more than us to explain us a little people how that can affect our our companies. Absolutely. Or uh, someone from the business world, because I'm sure that uh, all the leaders of the media intelligence organizations, they're, they're really looking forward to this type of regulations. And even right now, they work to prepare their Three organizations companies. to be mm. compliant uh, with these new laws. So yeah, we are really interested to talk to you guys and to inform you about what, what's, what's going on in, in this field. Okay, what's next? We set a lot of automations <laughs> and imagine that we already explained what the practical AI is. Mm-hmm. We s- explained in a separate episode about ethical AI, but let's talk about the bright future. There are a lot of hopes that educated machines will start writing reports. So this will be an episode for automated report writing and uh, automated uh, natural language generations. This is extremely hard task, extremely hard task, but still there are a lot of promising fields and we will do an episode with the top researchers within FIBEP. So yeah, if you're listening to us, just contact us. Yeah. We know your names, but yeah, it will, <laughs> it, it will be always great if you contact us, just drop us a line and let's do this episode with uh, you folks. Write to us before we found you. Absolutely. Yeah. We're always looking for our <laughs> podcast guests. Alicia, back to you. So the next episode we'd like to cover would be about NFTs and blockchains in general. So the legal and financial side of the NFTs and are they the future of media intelligence mm. or in media in general? Because that's something that's really a hot topic right now. And I 
think there's a lot of misunderstandings around the NFTs and I would like to explain it a little bit for all our listeners. Yeah, starting with what actually non-fungible token is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it will be a, a rough episode, but we promise that we will make it as funny as possible and <laughs> as low tech as possible. We're not going to go deep into blockchains, etc. But yeah, Alicia, do you actually think that NFTs has any future in the media intelligence? What's your opinion on that? Oh, so my opinion is I would like it not to be a future of <laughs> really? the media intelligence. Yeah, because I'm really, uh, my opinions are like the part, the ethical part of the NFTs is really shady for me right now because a lot of people are not really educated in this matter and they're only looking for a quick money. They don't really know what's behind the NFTs and how the all the ethical part and how that, for example, how the environment, what are the environmental costs of NFTs, etc. Uh, what's your thoughts? Uh, this is something new for me. I did some research about actually releasing podcast covers as mm -hmm. NFTs, as a possible yeah. way to fundraise money for podcasts or to mm -hmm. leverage the artwork of a podcast. I did just that. So I currently don't have a deep knowledge. That's why I'm really looking forward to this episode because this will, in a way, allow me to personally upgrade my knowledge for NFTs. I know what an NFT is, but I never, never thought about it from the media intelligence uh, perspective. So it will be a, an eye-opener episode for me. Yeah, and for many people, I think. Absolutely. Okay, you have one more topic, which actually you produced. It's, yeah. It's so, TikTok. I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited about the TikTok as I'm a TikToker Still? myself. Really? Yeah. How many followers do you have? Don't look for me, please. I'm please, not. Please don't look for me on, on TikTok, but I am on TikTok. I'm watching. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> So we want to talk a little bit about the medium itself, about the algorithm, because there are really famous TikTok algorithm, how it works, and it's especially how to measure TikToks, because I still think that's something new for many media intelligence companies. And TikTok is becoming a really influential medium, and we would really need to be up to date with TikToks and what's going on on TikTok. No, totally agree. Totally agree. There is a lot of people said that this is the social social media of the young people. It's not Facebook. But Instagram is in a way fading out. So yeah. yeah, TikTok is the medium for young people. And that's why we need that. So we need to see yeah. what's going on. That's there. why we have the whole episode for just TikTok. Absolutely. I have a TikTok and I just follow one person and that's it. <laughs> and I uninstalled it. <laughs> so I'm really, I'm really a Twitter person. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still, You're a boomer. <laughs> I am. Thank you. <laughs> Technically, I'm kind of millennial. Okay, <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> millennial, so that's just another tangent I would want to yeah. go through so, uh, right now. But that will be a lot of talk about millennials and Gen Zs while we'll be talking about TikTok. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. What's our next? Of course, uh, this podcast is not going to be complete without covering the metaverse fundamentals. So we have the NFTs, this mm -hmm. part of the new hot topics. But yeah, metaverse is something very, it's important because everybody's talking about it without actually understanding what uh, metaverse is. This time, 
I'm way more prepared compared to the NFT topic uh, because I pretty much research this. I'm not that excited. Uh, sometimes I'm really scared about the metaverse. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of dangers if the metaverse is developed and monopolized by a single corporation. At the same time, a lot of the ideas seem right. My mind is not set a lot. I don't have a sentiment about the metaverse. I'm still neutral. I'm kind of leaning into generally <laughs> negative sentiment to this topic, but for sure, I would like to learn more. So if you're a metaverse uh, optimist or metaverse pessimist, drop us a line and let's talk together about this topic. And finally, Oh, not, not finally. This is the almost the last topic, but I know that this is your huge passion. So I'm going <laughs> to leave you to talk more about the next topic. Okay. So the next topic would be gaming marketing. And we're really excited about as we are both gamers. Sure. But actually, we will not talk about the video games per se, but the way how to measure video game marketing, because it's a huge market that we a lot of media monitoring companies are not really aware of, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And there's like this giant communities on Twitch or in Discord servers that no one is measuring right now. And we would like to deep dive into the game marketing world and talk a little bit how we can benefit from that. Absolutely. Playing games is one thing, measuring game. Games <laughs> yeah. is a completely different business. And the final topic, Alicia, you, you're really yeah, so that's interested what, into this. Yeah. That was also the deep fakes and the ethical side of our work. So should the media monitoring companies be able to recognize fakes? So mm. should we uh, be able to denounce the information or the publication that are fake and should we be able to, should we develop technologies that would be prevent us from falling into the deep fakes. So yeah. that also will be a really heavy ethical topic. Absolutely. And very challenging actually, mm. because there is right now, there is no good solution to do that yeah. except working with people. But as I said, uh, this could be very expensive and people cannot cover everything. Plus, this is really interesting topic because usually the media intelligence companies, they give answers to questions like, where is the organic conversation about a company or a brand or a person, the volume, the general sentiment, etc. But is this true or not, the statements in that conversation? This is not the primary goal even right now. So the, yeah. the primary goal is let's discover the relevant conversation and discover what actually that, that conversation is about, what are yeah. the insights, etc. It's not the primary task to, in a way, verify that these people who are having this conversation, that they have purposely misleading messages, etc. So with this, we will, in a way, broaden the mission of the media intelligence business. So I'm really looking forward to this uh, discussion. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and with this, are you still excited? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Like there is so many relevant and exciting topics. We will have so many wonderful guests who will yeah. be joining us. So just can't wait. Great. By the way, uh, we will try to launch this podcast before the, the FIBEP event in, in Athens. Mm -hmm. And if you actually manage to listen to all of this uh, before the actual event, and if some of these topics are interesting for you and you would like to contribute uh, to any one of them, just look for us. Look for uh, Alicia and look for Vlado and we'll, we'll talk to you guys because, yeah, we will be in Athens and yeah. we are looking forward to talk to you. And by the way, this is the end of our Zero episode. 
Yeah, how are you feeling about it? Uh, it's, it's great. It's like one hour, one hour of content. Not, yeah. not that bad at all. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to meet you, Alicia, in Athens. In person, yeah. In person. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really, really pumped out to actually start recording all of these episodes and talk to all of these wonderful people. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, stay with us to learn more about who actually helped us with this podcast. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks for staying with us. And we really hope that this was as interesting and as exciting as it was for me and Alicia. And if you want to do not miss any future episodes, the easiest way to do that is to go and subscribe uh, to our podcast. The best way to do that is, is to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. This podcast should be visible there right now. So just go there and subscribe to us. For sure, we will follow up uh, with other podcasting platforms and we'll try to be accessible through all of the podcasting platforms, but this will take some time. Uh, but yeah, go to Spotify and Apple podcast and subscribe to us. If you want to give us any sort of uh, feedback, just drop us an email and the email will be in the notes of the episode. We really like uh, emails or the other way to contact us is uh, find us on the FIPP event in Athens. If you really like to support us, the best way is to go and write a nice review in Apple Podcasts about this podcast or rate us on Spotify or just send us ideas via email. The other way you can reach us, ideas about how to develop this podcast. This will be extremely valuable for us. Uh, we would like to say a few words about who helped us uh, to do this podcast. The hosts of the podcast were Alicia Bors and me, Vlado Petkov. We would like to thank uh, to our guests, uh, Magdalena Horanska and Sofia Karakeva. We would like to thank our editor, Dimitar Panayotov, and our audio mastering guru, Anton Velev. And by the end, we would like to say a few nice words about Elenko Elenkov, who helped us with the podcast distribution and uh, setting up the podcast website. Thank you. And uh, you will hear more from us in a month. Bye-bye.